got to smoking off. <laughs> I was one asked of listeners too, like uh, if um, after listening to these, does I wonder if weird things happen because there's another podcast. It's a, it's called Two Girls One Ghost, and they said like their listeners like they email them and they say you know after listening to some of these episodes like a lot of weird stuff happens, and so I wonder if. People just listen to these like I know in your car it's like loud, so it it goes out through your speakers and everything. So I wonder if like some crazy stuff happens, like maybe at night too. That's why I tell her at least it's at three AM. <laughs> I know, man, trying to get the get the max power on it. <clears throat> I hear a lot of people talking about stuff like that these days. Uh you know, I, I listen to several different podcasts and uh, one of them is uh Campfire. And, you know, he talks about, you know, sometimes, you know, things happen in his home after hearing some of the, you know, the stories that his listeners, you know, tell and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. so he, you know, posed the question, said, you know, kind of like what you're saying, does anything happen, you know, when people listen to some of these, you know, stories? And a lot of his listeners, you know, of course, these are all non-natives. You know, saying you know they had experiences in their home after listening to their their stories, or sometimes in their office while they're while they're working, they'll they'll encounter things. So the question was 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 it because of the show, or was it because they made them aware of their surroundings? Mm, that's you know, a good one. That's and, a good point. And so. I, I, I listened to that episode, and that was pretty cool. And then I listened to this other one. It's called uh, Hillbilly Horror Stories. And, you know, you know they're kind of like what we're doing. You know, they, they do it in their bedroom, you know, him and his wife. And, uh, you know, they tell, you know, spooky stories. And they do real good research, you know, on their podcast. I really like listening to them. But they start talking about how, you know, weird things start happening, you know, around their home and, and there, there's just a new home, you know. They're, they're, they built that home, and so, you know, he, he, he's starting to think that maybe, you know, some of these things are, are coming because they, they're talking about these things. But, you know, I'm a strong believer. You know, most of these things that we've talked about, you know, on, on this podcast, definitely, you know, they're, they're around. And if you talk about them. They're definitely going to come around and, you know, and cause some issues here and there. And I know uh, I was cracking up. I was listening to one of your uh, podcasts, Russell, and you was, I think you was talking to somebody, you know, and, and you start hearing something. You'll start trying to explain, you know, like somebody outside screaming. Do you remember that? There's been several of those. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, I think it's that Wolf podcast guy. Classic Wolf. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, yeah, he sent me a story. I'll probably read it on here about the hoofer. Uh-huh. But um, but yeah, he was. We were talking about uh, Deer Woman, I think, and then he was like, I don't know, like he, he likes to be funny a lot, so he was trying to be funny, and then things started like happening like outside of his room. No. <laughs> then he said like the blinds were shaking, and then I don't know. He's always hearing crazy stuff, like when he starts talking about scary stuff. You know when when I before I the episode before I came on y'all I think it was well the doll episode, you know, I was sitting there it's probably two in the morning and I didn't have to work the next day I was like how oh, you know you know get to stay up extra late and 
uh, you got to a certain point, and I think it was I can't remember what what story it was. It might have been the the story about the closet, mm-hmm. the doll in the closet. Yeah, and one of the cabinets moved. I'm like, what? I went and looked, and I said, oh, and I you know like I said I get these spidey sense. You know, I was like, oh, something's off. <laughs> so I'm sitting here sitting there again, and kind of just watching watching the movie I was watching, and and uh, I heard it again, and just it, it's like as if the the cabinet just kind of opened barely and then closed back. And it did like three times. I said, yeah, that's probably time to head to bed now. Isn't it? <laughs> I'm probably the most superstitious out of the four of us. I get spooked way too easy. I don't say nothing I'm not supposed to. I don't, you know. Well, we just seen it when I was trying to, trying to bless yeah, you. Yeah, I'm oh, telling you, man. man. I'm, I'm nervy. I'm the nerviest one out of all of us. Man. I've already, since started doing this, I they think scream. I've, I've already moved like three times. Man. Nah. It was like, a, it was like I, a, I've always been aware of stuff like that, though. You know, I mean, sounds in the house that aren't normal and, mm-hmm. you know, but I think since doing this, yeah, I think I've become even more aware, you know, uh, just changes. Even sometimes we've talked about it just, Mentally, sometimes things sometimes seem to get harder, and I kind of struggle with that. And I've always had issues with that, but I don't know. Like I'm becoming more aware of it now. I know how to deal with it better. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, I hear you. (laughs) I I listen to this uh, other podcast. It's called Ghost Stories, and um, he talked about you know scary movies. You know, do they have an effect on people? You know, and, you know, they brought up, you know, a few other, oh, how you say, profound movies like The Exorcist and, you know, uh, The Conjuring and stuff like that. And he had a guest on there that, you know, kind of put it kind of in a perspective that he could understand. You know, he was saying that... um that you know some of these movies you know when they're starting to talk about demonic entities and they actually put the official name and the ceremony on camera you know you're gonna have problems yeah you're gonna have issues and that's kind of the same thing you know we've talked about on this show you know you name these guys Mm -hmm. you know and and then you got viewers that are out there watching this and listening to it you know yeah they might encounter some of those things especially if they're already weak-minded and what i mean by that is you know if they're on substance abuse or they're highly depressed or you know they're just super sad you know it kind of leaves them open you know Mm -hmm. so to me that that makes sense so when i was listening to those episodes i was like I started jumping out points. Uh, see, see, see what I mean? No. But, uh, you know, uh, that that was something that was always told to me, you know. And, you know, the, the thing I, I really like, they were talking about that Exorcist movie, you know, when they were making it. You know, they, the, of course, you know, a lot of those scenes, you know, when it came to, to uh, uh, what they call that, Exorcist Rite or whatever they call mm-hmm. it, the procedure of, uh, getting ready in those demons, you know, they start talking about things and, you know, even on set, you know, supposedly when they made that movie, you know, bad things happen, you know, and there was a lot of stories during that time when that movie came out, you know, that even people that were showing those, you know, that were in the projector room had, you know, weird encounters. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, another story uh, was about, I forget what was that, Will Sampson movie that he did. Oh, Poltergeist 2? Yeah, Poltergeist 2. You know, it was so bad that on the set, you know, he had to come come home and get some stuff and go back up there on that set, you know. So, yeah. Uh, and that's that's known. That's that's for real stuff, you know. And it was because you know some of the things and where they were filming, you know, it was just causing you know uh, things to happen to some of those uh, actors and actresses on mm-hmm. set. But as you know, you know that also prolonged. You know, even like that little girl passed away. You know, some kind of you know give that credit to the to that movie. You know, they were. Do, doing things they shouldn't have been, you know, and I guess some of those other actors, you know, they had bad luck. And I think they were using actual skeletons too on some of those. Correct. Yeah, yeah they were using yeah, actual skeletons. I'm like, you know, that's that's maybe too far on that, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know it. I know it. So you know, again, you know, there's are th- some things out there that maybe you know you ought, you ought to be cautious with. But you know, me, I'm I'm a big fan of horror movies. I Watch all those ones. I was just watching one last night. Got spooked watching. What was it called? Ouija or something like that. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh, dang, I was sitting hiding underneath my covers. Yeah. Like slid that popcorn bowl over to the side. I was just shaking. No, I'm just kidding. What? That Ouija board movie. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen it? I've I've seen it on. Uh, I think it's Prime. Yeah, it's good. But I haven't a, seen. It. Is it good? Yeah, I liked it. Did you like it? I I'm like gonna it. have to slide y'all the 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 shutter password. Oh, I have Shudder. Yeah, Shudder. Yeah. You had Shudder? It's all horror movies. Like, yeah. All the, For real? Yeah. I had to slide you that password. I don't have it either. Yeah, I had yeah. to give that to y'all. But well, they got, well, he was talking about something, too, on Shudder. But, but yeah, I'd like to check out Shudder. They I always mean, have a bunch of stuff. Well, that's where they got that uh, that one movie I mentioned before, um, the about the zombies and only affecting the non-natives. Oh, uh, uh, Blood, Blood Quantum. Quantum. Blood Quantum, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's on there. Um, I mean, there's a lot of different movies. I mean, I think even the the older Blob is on there. So, like the old mm, one. So. The original one? Yeah, I think Black so. and White. Steve yeah. McQueen. I, 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 think I so. love that one. Yeah, that that's was a good cool. one. So, yeah, they got all types like of stuff remake. on there. Um, Clear Cut was on there for yeah. a while. Mm. And they had uh, maybe my, probably my favorite one on there, though, um, has to be The Summer of 84. You have to check. Yeah, I have to give you all the password. It's it's about a, a kid and his friends, and mm. they are investigating stuff, and you know they come to f- across some revelations of their neighbors. So, I mean, I, I, not to give a movie, you know, I guess it's not really a movie recommendation, but I yeah, Shutter's definitely to, definitely to check out. Yeah, mm. I had written like a little short script years and years and years ago, that was kind of like Rear Window. The Hitchcock film, but mm. it was with kids. <laughs> but like, I have a whole pile of scripts that never, you know, will ever see the light of day. But that was one. It was like a, you know, hopefully, hopefully, doesn't hasn't have any of those magazines you found in the last. Episode. Well, <laughs> no, there's <laughs> always got to be a little bit of <laughs> true true stories. Yeah, deeper, darker criminal link. Just walking that, back home with that stack, that st- <laughs> stack of vintage nasties. Man, gotta get home. I got work to do. Well, on that on that podcast, Research. on that podcast, he was naming several different movies. Some of them I never even heard of. You know that you know people had issues. You know they were watching it, and you know things start happening in their home. But I think majority of those movies they they had to deal with. You know. You know, like demonic type things yeah. and exorcist type things and 
my understanding, you know, majority of those, you know, they would name these demon mm-hmm. characters, you know, yeah. in, in these movies. And, um, you know, a lot of their listen, his listeners would call in and say, you know, yeah, when I watched this movie, you know, this happened, that happened, mm-hmm. or, or worse, you know, some of them start having bad luck and felt like they were possessed and they had to go to church and, you know, get yeah. themselves taken care of. And I'm like, wow, you know, I never even thought of that, you know, and uh, they were saying that, you know, Hollywood's bad about that. You know, they just throw, you know, certain things together that shouldn't be, you know, out there. And sometimes, you know, the viewers are the ones that, you know, get the get the punishment, I guess you might say. And, yeah. And so, so, you know, a lot of those movies he listed, if I can remember correctly, you know, I, I, I do know they were like demonic type uh, movies. Like, what was that? What was that one? The Exorcist? The uh, Omen? Yeah, that was one oh, of them. Yeah. Well, Exorcist of Emily Rose. That hmm? Exorcist of Emily Rose. Oh, yeah. That was actually based on a true story that was, I think, like Germany or something like that. Right. And they were even saying, you know, during the filming of that, even though that they weren't in the original place, you know, they were having issues there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there was other movies that, you know, they named. I thought, man, that was blowing my mind. I was like, dang. Yeah, there's a series on Shutter you should check out. It's called Cursed Films, and it talks about, like, all they take a film and they talk about it having a curse. They did Poltergeist. I know they did The Exorcist. Um, the Omen. I think they, they did. did the Omen. There's a couple of others. Um, I think there's a new season out too, which I haven't checked out. But um, dang, I want to find that. Watch that. I'd like to watch that. Yeah, I'll give you my password off air. <laughs> right now. No, no, right now. We, 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 <laughs> the listeners want to hear it. No. Now I don't want to watch none of them nasty ones now. No, yeah, don't be <laughs> jacking up my recently viewed queue now. Nah, I got them uh, set just how I like the it. algorithms. The <laughs> algorithms. I got those levels set. Just like I like them, so don't so, be jacking with my big, big nasty's favorites. <laughs> no, that's the wrong weekend. That's the wrong, wrong password. <laughs> Man, you know I'd be bringing you the good stuff. Night of the Demon, Eyes of Fire. <laughs> Have you guys seen uh, Empty Man? The Empty Man, I think. Have you heard of that movie? I haven't. I haven't. It's okay. It's uh, I for I don't know. I was on HBO Max, I think, and I just started watching it. Because I never seen it, but there's a few scenes like that are creepy, but it's pretty much like a cult following of a this thing called the Empty Man, like an entity. And so I'm not gonna give it all away, but there's one part in there. Well, there's two parts, but the one part that like really caught my attention was it's in the beginning, and I guess they they're in some on some mountaintop and they're um, in the snow. And a guy falls through some rocks, ends up, it's like a, it's actually the temple of the empty man. So he gets kind of possessed, I guess. And so they end up rescuing him and they take him to this, they're, they're lost and it's snowing heavy, heavily. And they find this cabin out of nowhere. They break in and, you know, they're trying to just squat out till the snow ends, till blizzard ends. And so there's like one part where this girl, I think she's dreaming I don't know if it's a dream. I can't remember if it's a dream or not, but she wakes up. She looks around. The guy's gone, and then she goes outside, and it's still a huge blizzard, and then 
she's outside and she sees like the dude way out in the distance and she said hey you know come back or whatever you know what are you doing and he's just standing there and all of a sudden it's it's giving it's moving closer and then it starts running at her it's not even him it's like this giant like figure running at her and she runs inside and so i don't know that that um that night i like went to sleep and i had the exact same dream as that scene only i was at my old house in pawnee i was in the backyard and it was a little dude mm. a, yeah mm. and it was like at a distance and i was like hey well i didn't even say anything i didn't say anything. i just seen it but you could like in my dream it was like the moon was shining so you, you know when the moon shines you could vaguely see stuff and i seen this like little figure and i was just like staring at it and i knew what it was but i was just like I didn't say anything and all of a sudden like it took like a couple steps and then my head and my dream I was like should I run but you know in dreams like my my dreams are so vivid like I get to the point where I just freeze or I can't do anything right and I don't know what to do all of a sudden this little it just starts running at me and then I could see like it's like got old clothing on stuff long hair and it starts running after me like running towards me and I just stand there, and it's, like, about to hit, hit me or whatever, and I wake up. Mm. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. You nope. know, so, you know, speaking of, you know, dreams and kind of, you know, those type of, I guess, you know, we kind of talk, you know, off air about, you know, astral projecting and things of that nature. You know, people kind of, you know, equate that with, you know, star people, you know, aliens and things of that nature, and. You know, story that I, you know, a relative of mine, a real close relative of mine, he was telling me that uh, he had a real vivid dream one night. And in his dream, is he was basically, you know, hopping fences and running, and he ran through some, like, like freshly cut grass in a yard, and he did a bunch of stuff. And he woke up, and there was grass in his bed. Mm-hmm. You know, so I always wonder, you know, you know, kind of, you know, what that relates to, you know, if that's, you know, if it's really you, you know, you're just kind of in a date, you know, mm-hmm. you just really never know. But I thought that was really interesting, you know, when it comes to that, you know, when that equates to, you know, alien abductions and things of that nature. And, and, and a lot of the or- origin stories of, you know, our, you know, our people that, you know, when it comes to those types of beings, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the thing um, that I always think about when people mention, you know, star people, you know, um you know, especially for Native Americans, you know, that has a a, a wide uh, assortment of stories, you know, for each tribe. You know, a lot of tribes out there, they'll have that belief or they have those stories, those creation stories that they came from the stars. You know, uh, for example, you know, Pawnees, you know, they they're dance, you know, the, everybody says they dance different. You know, than everybody else, you know. So those, I don't know about those Pawnees dancing that way, you know. But, <laughs> you know, but they're the only ones I know that can say they dance like the stars, mm-hmm. you know. And, and so that's how the stars move. That's how they move, you know. And then you've got, you know, even like uh, some of uh, Creek stories, traditional stories, you know, talking about uh, like my tribal town. You know, we believe we came from the sun. You know, a burst of lightning came from that sun, hit this earth, made a crater. And from that crater came two beings come out of there. 
You had Red Town and White Town, War Town, Peace Town, you know, and um, that was the creation of our people or my tribal town. And so, you know, again, you know, there's a lot of different stories out there. You know, uh, I know um, uh, Mr. Tiger asked me about, you know, uh, gifts that these beings gave us you know and there's a lot of tribes out there that you know have ancient what you call artifacts that was that they brought supposedly from the stars you know even the osages you know they they believe they're star people they have a clan i believe you know that you know specifies who they are star people you know i might have that wrong how they how they pronounce it but you know, they have it in all their brochures, so, you know. So, again, you know, there's a lot of stories out there, you know, about star people and, and the gifts that they gave or, you know, sent here, you know. And uh, I I even heard someone long time ago talk about these tribes that have, like, roundhouses and the way they're built. If you look at them, of course, they're round. Mm-hmm. And how does everybody always describe a saucer? You know, mm-hmm. and uh, you know things like that. You know, and and when you hear those old ancient stories, you know, of these tribal people, you know, they talk about you know these figures or those symbols. You know, you can't help but say, "Wow!" You know, even uh, you know, there's tribes in the uh, Southwest that you know believe uh, math, you know they got these uh, complex mathematical mm-hmm. equation figures you know with their crops and everything you know and the way they built things and stuff like that so those are old ancient stories you know and uh, then you have some that believe that some of these things still come and visit mm-hmm. you know very seldom today do I hear tribal stories like that of them things coming down and visiting, you know, and and long time ago, you know, a lot of tribes, they had those stories of talking with these visitors that came from the sky, you know, and, and uh, I, I also understand that, you know, there was old writings from some of these churches that came to... Uh, I don't know, convert these tribes. And, you know, when they would talk to these Indian folks, you know, that they would hear those stories about these beings that came from the sky. So they would tell them those were angels. But every one of these tribes had names for those things, Mm -hmm. you know. So anyway, those are kind of stories that, man, you don't hear anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I haven't, you know, in a while. I think the last one I've heard was like, you know, maybe 15 years ago. But, you know, again, you know, you look at some of these other tribes and some of their ceremonies, you know, you can't help but question, you know. You you kind of think about what, you know, where that originated from, you know, and whatnot. But, you know, I always, I was, there was a kind of a, I guess you can say not a myth or maybe a legend or, you know, some type of origin story where, you know, back a long, 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 long time ago before their re- removal, um, 
you know, in our in our tribal town, and I guess in surrounding tribal towns at the, at the time, you know, they noticed these, these beings were coming down from the sky, and they would, you know, give knowledge to the to the f- people that were there, and sometimes those those beings, you know, they just loved it down here. Is is kind of what how the story goes is, so some of them stayed, you know. Well, after a while, they they you know they didn't really like I'm trying to put they they didn't really like the direction of what you know what the tribe was going mm-hmm. as it got closer to re- removal, you know, and the way that things were happening, they stopped coming. Now there are you know <clears throat> now I don't know that you know I I can't speak on. You know what really happened, you know, but they say that those those beings stopped coming to coming to see, you know, the uh, you know the people that were there, and they left these plates, these titanium plates. Um, my grandpa told me, he said those plates are still around. You know, he you know he always wondered, you know, he he passed in December, um, in twenty twenty one, and and. You know, I remember him, you know, about a couple of years ago, just really, you know, sitting there like, man, I wish I really knew where those plates were. You know, he said he knew, he they knew where they were about three generations ago. And they were in certain houses and they were designated to certain people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he always, he, he'd always say that. He said, man, I really wish I could find those plates, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, multiple, because they were given out to different tribal towns. And, you know, so... I always, you know, I always am so fascinated with, you know, with that kind of those, you know, you hear those origin stories, you know, and, and, and things of how, you know, how things came to be. And, you know, when it when it comes to, you know, star people or, you know, you know, I guess the term now is aliens and mm-hmm. things of that nature. You know, I always wonder, you know, you know, what else is out there, you know, that, you know, maybe someone knows if so. You know, if anyone out there knows a story or two about, you know, those, you know, definitely, you know, let us know, you know, let us know when in the comments or send a send a message because, you know, these things are very interesting to me. Anyways. The only thing I really know, like, I think it was you were talking about the Southwest, like Pueblo and Navajo. Isn't there rocks out there, though, that have some type of like pictographs or petroglyphs of like these really elaborate, like, stories or um images that you know just at that time that knowledge wouldn't be around or that you know what i mean like that technology or or whatever or even like the look of the figures and they do have that kind of generic gray look you know i guess they call them grays Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um carved on the rock and the only other story I ever heard, and I may have been in Mexico, was the Star Child skull, mm. where they oh, with did the long gated, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. But it's even larger mm. than like a normal skull or, or whatever. But they were talking about um, that a uh, star person had come down and integrated within the tribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing what you were talking about. Yeah, and that's know. that's so intriguing to me. You know, like I wonder who's walking around here with alien DNA. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's yeah. got to be out there. <laughs> Ancestry, <laughs> they they put the lock down on. That. I know, man. Somebody out here, you know, <laughs> someone they went and did their twenty three and Me, man, is like unknown origin. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be kind of crazy. <laughs> I know mine came back part gravy. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> part part <nasty>. meat gravy. <laughs> well, well, like I was saying, you know, there's always different, you know, stories, you know, about these, you know, like I was saying, you know. Some of the 
Indian folks, they believe that they came from the skies. You know, they have those origin stories. You know, uh, but then, you know, like with everything, like I've always said, you know, good Indians had a good philosophy of good and evil. You know, so <clears throat> I'm kind of scared to tell these ones, but <laughs> I'm getting ready to go ahead. So if you guys better turn up the volume so yeah. you can really hear this one. No. Better light that cedar. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, uh, <clears throat> you know, this was a long time ago when. Uh, Muscogee people were back in Alabama and Georgia, you know, and around, around near that Oakmogee, what they call Oakmogee River area down in that area. You know, they have an old story, you know, that this uh, fire came from the sky and it hit the ground, you know, and uh, out of there came this being and they have a name for it those old timers you know they had a name for it but they was always scared to to say it because they said you know if that thing comes around it's going to take you you know and they described it as a big eyeball that floated through the air and it could move fast but you know when it captured you you know, it kind of puts you in a trance, and that would be it. You know, and uh, they would use uh, a certain kind of stone to kind of, oh, how you say, protect their village or their area, you know, if that thing was ever around. But they used to say, you know, this thing would make a kind of a, windy whistle and that's when you would know it was kind of close and um, this was probably probably uh, mid 70s uh, around uh, uh, I would say uh, Okima area Uh, there was an old Indian church out that way you know and and they used to say that there was one of those beings that used to roam, roam around there. One of those churches had, uh, we call it a vacation Bible study or something, you know, where all the kids come down there, study about the good word, you know. And, uh, of course, you know, they uh, said that uh, uh, it was, you know, kids will be kids, you know, everybody's supposed to be asleep, you know, everybody... They used to make them sleep underneath those arbors or in those camp houses, you know, wherever they had room. These group of kids, you know, they knew there was a pond near that church because they used to do all their baptisms there in that pond. Anyway, uh, they wait till all the counselors went to sleep. And anyway. Uh, story goes that you know of course a group of these guys probably about six or seven of them they snuck off into the woods to go swimming at that that pond you know and they was in there you know splashing around and you know having a good old time hollering around and uh, they began to hear this this eerie whistle coming from the woods 
and it was getting closer and closer, you know, and it started freaking some of those guys out. You know, these were young guys, you know. I think some of them were like eight till oldest one was like 14 or 15. Anyway, and they varied in age, so they start hearing this noise, you know, and everybody always heard all these spooky stories. Back then, Grandpa used to really tell stories, you know, and so um, they they knew kind of, you know, what was what was up. So some of those younger guys said, you know, I'm scared. I think I'll go back. You know, that don't sound right, you know, that noise. And it's getting closer and throwing them around in those woods. So we better head back, you know. So they jumped out of the water. And, of course, the oldest one, you know, it was a girl. You know, she was kind of mean-spirited, I guess you might say. She goes, oh, it's just, you know, just a noise, probably a bird or something like that. And they said, well, regardless, you know, we need to get back. So they began to uh, sneak back, you know, to to the campgrounds, you know. And, of course, that older one, you know, she was... Wanting to be mean, I guess. So she'd get, go, go run ahead and jump out and scare them, you know, make them scream. And she just got tickled out and then took off, you know, and hide again, you know, and, and jump out and really, you know, scare one of them, make them all scream. And, you know, and pretty soon uh, they was getting back close to the, to the uh, campgrounds. Anyway, they said, uh, rest of them, they just ran because they knew she was going to jump out and try to scare them. But way in the distance, they heard uh, that girl scream real loud, you know, real high-pitched scream, you know. And they said, oh, she just trying to scare us again, you know. So they took off, and they all went in where they were designated to sleep, and they all went to sleep. Next morning, you know, they... Woke up, it was breakfast time, ready to start getting ready for uh, Bible study classes and stuff. And, <clears throat> you know, everybody start, you know, they start doing those head counts, you know, roll call, I guess what, what you say. And, you know, she's end up missing. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, you know, long story goes, you know, everybody was aware that it was her that was missing. Of course, none of those kids wanted to admit, you know, they was, you know, out, you mm-hmm. know, out and about, you know. And so, you know, uh, the uh, church, you know, called in, you know, local law enforcement, you know, told the folks, you know, that that girl was missing and, you know, stuff like that. And anyway, make a long story short, you know, they started looking for her, and, you know, and, uh, of course, those kids, you know, they started getting kind of scared because those police kept coming around asking questions, you know, uh, taking notes. And finally, when those one youngest one got scared, finally broke broke the silence, you know, started <laughs> telling telling everything, and uh, even telling stuff she wasn't supposed to tell. But <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, she told said, you know, what happened and. You know, of course, you know, back then, you know, those deacons kind of were knowledgeable, you know, of that story of that being. And they kind of knew. And so, anyway, you know, they uh, contacted some other relatives and, you know, they went out 
in search of for her, you know, and and my understanding they had an encounter with that thing. Mm. And uh um they was they was told it was kinda like a short little encounter or battle with it. And uh anyway from that point on, you know, those those elder men knew what it was, you know, and again they described it like those old ones described it, it was like a flying big old eyeball mm. type thing and, and uh anyway, you know, they went back and, you know, of course they never found that little girl, you know, and and uh but, you know, those Indians knew what took her. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, off in that area, you know, a long time ago, they had stories about those kind of things, mm-hmm. you know, and, and uh, not only that, but they would call, you know, some tribes call them jack-o'-lanterns. Mm-hmm. Those are those lights, you know, and it's kind of the same premise. That's, you know, kind of the same th- same story. You know, if you hear that origin of those uh, those type of entities. And so, you know, again, I know there's stories out there like that, not only from Creeks, but, you know, from all these other tribes, you know, especially the ones that have those jack-o'-lantern stories. Yeah. Could he, um, could that fly, like, overhead, too? Like, maybe, like, a, or just kind of that level? My understanding is, you know. Fly it, anywhere? Yeah, it kind of. Flew. I mean, it just they just described it as it floating, mm-hmm. you know, and and it can. I was even told that sometimes it was it was known to look in people's homes, you know, like on second floor and mm. stuff, you know. So, and there was a certain way that they would used to, like I was telling you, you know, uh, doctor those homes, you know, to keep that thing at bay, mm-hmm. you know, and, and things like that. So. You know, so they're saying. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, oh, I was gonna say about the spook light. So it's 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 what you're talking about. I've heard it referred to as like a spook light. Is that what you're talking about too? Correct. I mean, okay. you know, they they yeah. used to you know kind of describe it the same thing. Yeah. But you know, if you were ever, ever able to really look at it, you know, it'll you'll see that eyeball. Yeah, because I had that story. I think I told on here before about my brother and I deer hunting that one time back when he was going to school up at NEO up uh, around Miami and we were he was sitting in a tree stand and I was just kind of sitting on the below <laughs> you know but uh anyway but yeah we we watched a blue orb like that yeah kind of float through the woods and it hit that game trail and then it went it went right up and this was like it four o'clock in the morning mm. or five o'clock in the morning pitch black pitch black because you're out in the middle of the woods man and i mean and you're under trees and there's no no light and i can tell you we both were like i uh, was we were the happiest when i saw that sun coming up because <laughs> i was ready to get out of Y'all there spooked out, huh? uh, yeah and that was close enough for me but that's the only kind of story you, i have on you know life. i i uh I've had family members. I'm like I said, I'm from Tahlequah, Cherokee Nation uh, country, and um, out by Holbert, there's been one that elders, Cherokee elders, have been talking about for decades. Um, it's like a little flame, 
Sometimes it's blue. I've heard blue. I've heard you know regular fire. Um, but this story, you know, that I'm, I'm going to tell now is, is is you know from my dad. He uh, <clears throat> he's always hitting those back roads of uh, out by Holbrook, kind of headed towards Wagner. And one, it was kind of getting evening time. And he was head, heading home, and he was taking a back way there because it just was quicker to get to our house. And uh, he kind of stopped for a minute and uh, kind of looked out on the field. Um, and he could see it was almost like it was bobbing, but it was a flame, and it was bobbing. It wasn't hitting the ground; it was just, and he could see it all the way across his pasture. Another, another, you know, another explanation for that would be, you know, I've heard, you know, especially you know with Cherokees, I heard, you know, that those flames can lead you to to treasure. That's another thing I've heard, you know, when it comes to those lights, um, you know, and you'll be met with, you know, it could be anywhere from an upright walking dog. It could be, you know, you lose your mind, you know. I mean, it could be just about anything if you follow that light to where it's because it's making rounds. It goes to a certain point and makes rounds. But I've heard those stories of, a, of like a jack-o'-lantern type, you know, thing, you know, for, you know, forever, my entire life. But then, you know, um, uh, Another thing that's kind of, you know, I guess it's kind of coming to my mind now is, um, like, out there in Eufaula, you know, kind of by our, by the grounds where, where my travel, you know, my, my travel, or my uh, grounds are at, and um, there's a road, it's a, it's a dirt road now, it's being, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be housing development there, which is terrible, but I guess that's the way it goes nowadays, I suppose, but, um, but you can see a light, it's just a little, it's like, look like a flashlight. It's the middle of this pasture, pitch black, dark, and I've had you know I've had a lot of family members out you know in Eufaula area see this light. Just it's like as if it's just mounting mm-hmm. across the pasture. So you know who knows what those are at the end of the day. You know I mean you, we we kind of have some idea of what what it is, but you know when it comes to those spook lights, you, you know I, I would never you know I'm like you I'm yeah I'm good you know <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, it's crazy to talk about that whistling. Um, my cousin last night had a story, Andrew Warrior, shout out to you, uh, the Scuzz, that's what I call him, but he was talking about... <laughs> I thought it was a new beast that we were talking about. <laughs> the Scuzz. Well, I heard this one. The new monster, yeah, the, the Scuzz. Yeah, the new monster, no, yeah. That's not the Scuzz, is what I call him, but um, he was talking about being in White Eagle, um, and him and his girlfriend are walking... I guess they're walking home to someone's house, and it was about 2 a.m., and he said that there was something over them like flying over them but it was like whistling mm. and it was like following them and he said they got home and they didn't try to freak out they just thought no nah, it's weird you know like something's just either following us or just flying over us and it's whistling like a weird whistle and then he said they got ready for bed and they went in the room turned the lights off gonna go to sleep and they heard that same whistle in the room with them mm. and they turned mm. the lights on nothing was there that's crazy. You know, I guess this, when you bring that, you know, that story up, you know, I this is back in my in my investigation days when I was kind of, you know, I said, you know, before I quit, um, I was looking into this, a lot of stuff, and you know, I, I was trying to find these spook lights. You know, this is like I said, this is probably I was probably in high school, and one day we we saw this light from our back kind of backyard because the way our house come, you know, my parents' house. Is you come up the driveway, there's, you know, these three buildings, four buildings, and then the backyard. 
Well, for a long for one night there was like a flash. I remember I remember I'm a very light sleeper when it comes to certain things and I woke up and I looked, I was like, I don't know what that was. Mm, whatever. Next morning there was just about I'd probably this is crazy, but probably the size of a very, very large pepperoni pizza. <laughs> but it, it looked like it looked like someone had put down a big old pizza pan. You ever see those big old pizzas, you know? It looked like somebody had just like you know made that the hottest pan and threw it on the grass because there was dead grass mm. under this certain area. Mm-hmm. It was real weird. I, I don't. I never saw nothing, but it was it was as if like it was like a light. It was like came mm-hmm. down real hard and then came out the next day. And like I said, it was a it was a hmm. it was perfect too. It was yeah. a perfect circle. That's it was crazy. weird. Yeah, my uh, mom and I mean, when you were talking about your story about down in Tahlequah near near Holbert. Um, my mom, this is probably like early 80s. She was going to school down in Tahlequah to get her teacher certification or whatever, or master's degree or something. I don't remember. But um, her and my grandma um, was coming back um, from Tahlequah one night, and they swear up and down that a, a light followed them on the road. Mm. Um, and the same thing, heard the whistling sound, and she's mm. like, they kept trying to look at it. My grandma, they were trying to look at it, and they couldn't. They just saw a light. They didn't know, like, the shape. It was just a light that followed them. And then she said it just went right over the top of the hood of the car and just disappeared. Um, but same thing, like a whistling sound. Um, but, yeah, I forgot all about that story till I heard you telling that one yeah, in you, Tahlequah yeah. coming back. But, yeah, that was probably in the early 80s. I was just a kid, and I just remember them. my mom swears up and down, like, she said, like, I don't know if it was a helicopter or UFO or whatever, but she said it was just a light. All they saw was a light and it was following them. And it went over the hood of the car and then just took Man. off. Yeah, that's, I got, yeah, I got, I mean, you bring that up, got me, into, you know, thinking about another story. We were coming home on the back way from Wagner to OK. Um, there's a, you know, a road that goes by there and it goes by a cemetery and then, it, you know, it's train tracks that kind of follow the road and. We were coming back from Blake Shelton at the BOK. This is probably 2014. And uh, we're driving, and I noticed this light coming up from behind us. It was coming, like, really fast. It was because the road is 65 miles an hour, and this thing was coming a lot faster than that because you could see it far away because it was a straight shot in the road. It was real far away, but all of a sudden you could, it was, like, right up on us. And, it, and I couldn't, you know, you, it was kind of a weird in-between. Like, it was so close to us in the car that – you couldn't quite see if it was two lights or one light. And we got to a certain point in the road and it just like when we kept driving and we're like, I'm you know, I'm in the back seat, like, man, what is that? And they're all like bebopping along, listening to music, and I'm like, hang on a second, you know, has I like, hit the music, hit the music, or something coming up on us real fast. I thought was maybe we were getting pulled over or something, you know, it's kinda of about ten o'clock at night. And it got real close to us and then we got to a certain point in the road and it stopped. And it just disappeared. Like it was gone. Like nothing. There was no lights. Like there was no tail lights. You know. You, you know when someone turns, you see those red tail lights. Mm-hmm. There was nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that was. You know. Who yeah. knows what it you know could have been. I don't know. Yeah, I was like thinking. I mean, my mom was telling me that story when I was a kid. The only thing I could think of to like, and it, of course that scared me too as a kid was Close Encounters, like where he's at that railroad track, <laughs> <laughs> and that bright light flashes in his cab of his truck, and like all this, the crazy instruments. Are, that's um, that was enough. Like I said, I've always been a jumpy kid, you know, and so I was just like, oh, I don't want to hear that, man. That scares me. But now nah, I wish I would have paid more attention to that story. <laughs> Well, like I was saying, you know, there's a lot of tribes that have, you know, these kind of beings and 
stories, you know, one one that I always like to hear, you know, again, you know, I was always blessed to, you know, do a lot of traveling. And um, one of the stories that I, I love to hear are those Canadian stories, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, this, this story took place like in the uh, late 70s, you know, maybe your early 80s. You know, uh, my understanding, you know, in Canada, you know, there, at that time, you know, it probably wasn't highly populated like it is today, you know, and people still did the hitchhiking quite a bit, mm-hmm. you know, from from uh, reservation to reservation to town. And that was kind of like the the major way of, of transportation. But um, anyway, it was this was a, a family friend. And uh, he was telling the story that, you know, he was going to another reservation, him and uh, a couple of guys, you know, they were walking and, you know, hitchhiking, you know, trying to get to this other reservation and uh, around Alberta, Canada. And uh, they were going through this mountain area, you know, and they was always told, you know, be careful, you know, watch out, you know, what you do and, you know, always stay close to the road. You know, and these guys, you know, when they would want to stop and camp, they would kind of go a little ways off the road, you know, so they could, you know, wouldn't be woken up by, you know, the traffic or whatnot. Anyway, uh, they walked a little distance from off the road to build their camp. And they said, uh, you know, of course they set up camp and, you know, ate a good meal and, you know, started going to sleep and, you know, they, again, you know, they start seeing, you know, these lights kind of dancing around out there, you know, and uh, to them, they thought it was kind of like a flashlight, you know, type lights, you know, they just kept kind of going in and out, doing those crazy 88s, you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. and uh, anyway, they didn't think nothing of it, you know. Thought, well, it's way off in the distance, not gonna bother us. So, uh, one of them slept in the tent. The other two guys, they had a backpack. They slept outside, sleeping bag. I mean, and uh, they slept outside, you know, by the fire. And I guess uh, one of those guys got up and said he had to go use the restroom, so he was gonna walk off, you know. And, that one said, well, just be careful. You know, there's all kinds of animals and stuff out here, and it could get you, you know. And so he said, yeah, he said, I got a rifle. I said, I'm, I'll be all right. So he went out and wasn't too long. You know, they seen those lights again, and they, they were moving fast this time. And uh, I guess that guy walked uh, quite a ways away, you know. Um they saw those lights kind of go over there and uh, intersect him. And, uh, of course, it, he, he said that he began to scream. And those guys were kind of reaching, looking for their uh, their weapons that they had. I think, you know, a couple of them had, you know, hand pistols and stuff. And they was looking around for it, and they got it, and they was running towards, you know, where he was at because they thought maybe... He was getting attacked by a bear or mountain lion or something like that. But as close as they got to him, the screams got even louder. You know, it was just 
horrifying, you know, type scream. And then his scream began to go up in the sky. And it said he went all the way up. And then it just disappeared. It just faded out. So, you know, around in those areas up that way, they used to tell a lot of stories like that, you know, for those hitchhikers. If you don't go out, you know, they, they had a lot of spooky stories like that. So, I don't know. I always thought that was pretty cool. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That is a good one. Did you, you have a story oh, about Do what? I'm sorry. You had a story, though. Didn't you see some orbs or spook lights? Well, last night, didn't we see some in the sky? Last night, we were coming back from Oto, and we were on the turnpike, and I noticed it. It was like this like bluish light, kind of. I thought it was a star, but there was no other stars out because it was kind of cloudy, and it was, it was right. I seen it, but I didn't think much of it, and then... And she's seen it, and I was like, yeah, I, I've I seen it, but I didn't say anything. And then, like, as soon as she said she's seen it, it, like, like it disappeared. And then we were looking for it, and I was like, well, you know, I, is it a star? Is it a plane? Is it a hell? Whatever. It's a Superman. But. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bird. It's a plane. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, we were looking around for it, and I was like, ah, you know, it's probably, it's probably nothing. And then, you know get back to driving and as soon as i forget about it i look up again it's there and it's like it's brighter than it gets dimmer and it's so weird like it gets brighter and dimmer but it's in that same spot but i mean it's like as if it just because i know how fast those are you know i've seen them in the daytime too in new mexico uh and in the daytime though you can see the silver it's like a little ball and it just like if you look close enough sort of you could see it like it's kind of spinning but like i don't know it's always weird because personally i think when you see them like they see they can see you too personally i think that like and that's why like because i seen them in mexico in the, in the daytime and when i noticed them i would look at them and then as soon as it feels like as soon as i see it like it would just like it would disappear or something or have a cloak of some sort or just go away as fast as possible but but yeah, we seen that last night, and then I seen it again, and finally it went away, and we just never seen it again. And yeah, it was like a greenish, bluish like light, but it was like you could tell it was getting dimmer and brighter. It wasn't a star. I know what a star is. I know what a plane is. It wasn't. It was just like right there in that one spot, and then it would like poof, like it would disappear, and it would be there again. So it was really weird. I wouldn't think much of it when we got home. I just went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I um, I had been watching this show. You know, most I feel like everyone knows what Skinwalker Ranch is mm-hmm. out there. You know, on kind of the Ute Reservation. I think it's kind of a little bit on. It's like in between the Navajo Reservation and, and the Ute Reservation. And you know, there's a highway out there. Um, it's like Highway Six 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 is what it's known as, and. Um, I had a lady just actually. She's a Muskogee Creek. Um, she was out at my facility, and she, you know, she started telling me a story. She's like, "Hey, I, w- I want to tell you this story." You know, I just just random, you know, just kind of like hey, walked up. Hey, I, I want to tell you this story. I guess she might have heard me telling stories before, but um, when she was a little girl, they were out there. They had some visiting some family out there, and you were driving on that highway, and that highway is known for lights. You know, going over you know, the, the road and 
they were driving along and and you know she's reading this book and you know her her parents are, are up in the front and all of a sudden she sees this light just come up right over them you know and it like hovered like right above the car and it was like shining and it, it was she seemed as if her parents didn't notice it at first mm-hmm. it was like it was just only she could see it and so she told me she's like yeah i, I got so scared I, just, I was like i had to jump up in the front seat with my with my parents and and you know i could tell in her face she was real like it really kind of shook her because she kind of was telling me this it kind of that bothered her because you know I, it bothered her to a extent where she don't really like talking on that type of stuff and and uh you know she was telling me stories about you know when they were out there that there's a legend out there about a guy that has a I guess he was doing something in, when he was alive, and he got hit by a car, and he had a paper. paper like he was chasing somebody or something um, in the middle of the road, or he was trying to flag somebody down. or some, I can't remember the, the legend, but they were out there, and I guess her uh, one of her family members um, actually ran over, ran over the ghost of the guy. The thing was trying to flag him down. He goes, what is that guy doing, you know, and kind of moved, you know, screeched and hit went through the went through the guy and it, the guy was gone and they stopped and there was nobody there you know so it's just weird you know weird kind of supernatural things on the road and that light you know it is real interesting you know when we talk about the spook lights and and you know kind of what's going on out there on those reservations you know with skinwalker ranch you know they've you know they <clears throat> i've been watching the show and they've been finding like these these different readings like radiation readings but it's like in the sky so basically, what they did is they pinpointed three different triangle, like, tri- you know, like it was like in a triangle, and they got it up to about a mile high. So there's some type of thing going on with some type of something a mile high above this this ranch, mm. and every time they tried to do a, a reading on it on the on this meter, the re- uh, the the uh, the batteries would die like instantly as soon as they hit that mile mark, mm. it would die. So you know, I was wondering, you know. And I've heard legends, you know, the Utes and the Navajo, they, you know, they had beef going on and they, uh, you know, they, they, they cursed certain lands to the, the, you know, the other side. Um, and that could be what that is, you know, but I just find it interesting, you know, that, you know, there's all these spook, you know, all this lights going on out there, especially with it, you know, with those two reservations being so close to each other. Um, I just find that so interesting, you know, when it comes to that, that, certain sect of land out there. Mm-hmm. Mm. Tyler, <laughs> I know you have some UFO. Got abducted. Nah. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I just got kidding. nothing. I already no. told all my stories. Have you guys been into Mexico? Yeah. Have I've you? always wanted to go. Have I've you? never been. When I moved there, like I, I was having like vivid dreams of uh, aliens. And um, I remember the one I had been... <laughs> The one I had was, uh, I told it on another podcast, but it was um, when I moved there. No, because like when I was younger, like you, I was scared of being abducted because I'd watch Unsolved Mysteries with my grandma. (laughs) And there'd always be like these old stories of these people like, yeah, you know, I was abducted. And they'd tell their story about being abducted. And it was interesting to me, but it was so scary. Like every time we'd go out somewhere out like in Red Rock. Nothing out there, and I always be looking at the sky, like just freaked out. But you know, older, I forgot about it. But going out, like I moved out there, 
And I remember it was like maybe my first couple of weeks I had this like dream where I was in this building, this tall building and every room was the same. Like every, every floor was the exact same thing. It was like just a floor of doors. It was a hallway and doors. And then I remember I was just walking through it and, uh, all of a sudden, like these grays, the gray aliens like popped out and I was like freaked out in my dream. And then I just started running and I remember running up like all like the stairs and going through different floors. And there was like more and more coming after me. Finally, you know, I don't know. I had to fight. And so I remember one grabbed me and I just remember like throwing a punch and I, my hand went right through their head and boom, you know, I went right through their head. And then in my dream, I was like, Oh, you know, they're that weak, I guess. So I just started like throwing punches and, and I woke up and I was like, Whoa, like that was, that was crazy. Like I've never had an alien dream like that before. Mm. And then I told, I didn't tell anybody, but I went to orientation and then maybe a couple of nights later, I think, um, it was the exact same dream same thing and i knew like i was dreaming but i was oh, i know what to do you know same thing happened it was like a replay of it so they popped out and i ran up the stairs and i remember like going to this one floor but it was a different floor now like it was spread out and there was doors like everywhere though and it was like a like a game level like like I don't know. It was just like really new to me and I didn't know what to do. And then they started, there was more coming out and I was like, ah, you know, threw a punch and I broke my hand and I was like, Oh God, you know, and then, and they grabbed me and I was trying to like, and they were strong this time. Like they were really strong. And then I remember waking up and I was like, wow, it was really weird. And it was like, as if like, I don't know. I don't know if it's real or not, but it's as if like, Maybe they were in my in my head, and I knew, like, this guy's, like, you know, he knew he could, like, maybe mess with us or whatever, but now, like, you know, let's mess with him. Let's give – and then I told my buddy I was going to orientation with, I was like, yeah, man, I had this crazy dream, and I told him the entire thing, and he said, man, he's like, they're probably scouting you, dude. He's like, because you're not from here. Like, you're not from here, and, you know, you don't, do, you don't know too much about what's out here. He's like – I wouldn't be surprised if, like, you get abducted. God, I was like, whoa, whoa. I was you like, why me though? You better sleep on your back. <laughs> hey man, I got probing you. They gonna hold that. <laughs> the locals gonna hold you down and make sure you are abducted. <laughs> Sacrifice. God, dang, <laughs> boy, that's crazy. But yeah, he was like, that's crazy though. He was like, I've heard of stuff like that. Like, um, like they just um, like they're trying to get to know like your reactions i guess mm. but out there like there's a lot of at that school there's like a lot of stuff out there that you know there's like some students that passed away um and then there's like a shadow man that jumps from roof to roof at the family house family housing and i mean there's just like crazy stories out there and there's i told you that one about that baby yeah, the panther. Yeah, the, that we thought was a panther. Yeah, that one dude was like, "Let's go find out. Let's go help that baby." I was like, bro, you're crazy. Like, it's one a.m. <laughs> yeah, I think that area is pretty cool, though. Um, 
you know, those tribes around them, they have unique creation stories. They're not like anyone else's creation stories. I think those those are pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. So, especially the, those uh, Dene people, mm-hmm. you know, they believe they came from, I, I want to say, from the ground. You know, they dug their way up, you know, and came popping out, you know. And so I said, dang, that's crazy. So every time I see those... Navajo people, I really look at them. No. <laughs> so, dang, you do look like a... No. <laughs> God, I was wondering why your skull was along it. Ah, got those <laughs> eyes like that, boy. So, dang, look like ant. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was scared of them. But. Where were we at that one time when... It was like recently, but there's like a hill with lights on it. You were, is that some tribe? Oh, me? You talking about me? Yeah. Oh, I was uh, down in um, Quapaw country. Is that spook lights? And that they have a spook. They have three three areas you can see those spook lights at. And we went to one, and man, that was crazy. You know, uh, we actually seen it. You know, this area that they took us or we went to and or showed us to. Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. You know, we it wasn't like what I had expected at this one. It was more like a mist type light. Mm. It wasn't circular, but it did change colors. Mm. And it also made noise, you know. And uh, the, the Was it like a hum or was it just what type of, like this? I'm just curious. Kind of, yeah, kind of like a humming type, mm. singing type mm. thing. And, and we tried to figure out. If it was like a reflection off of something or, you know, maybe it was, you know, car lights or something like that. So we drove around the area and we didn't see no like metallic anything that would cause that or, you know, even our car lights didn't, you know, recreate that or anything like that. But yeah, there's a place up there and they you can actually Google that area. And it'll take you straight there. And I guess a lot of people go there. And uh, I was told that, you know, they got a lot of news articles and stuff like that, you know, written in that place. And Mm -hmm. I definitely say that was a for real place. I mean, you can actually see it. So, uh, like I said, I was just curious. I was kind of wanting to run out there and see if I could. No. But, (laughs) you know, uh, everybody could say, don't do it, don't do it, guy, don't do it. I'm going to run through it like a spring. Out there in a ghillie suit waiting. No, I was going to jump out. Boogie out. Pounce on it, boy. But anyway, uh, but yeah, it was pretty interesting. So it was pretty cool. I'll definitely have to. Do they have an explanation for that down in Quapaw, or is that just like a thing they do? Uh, my, My understanding. Well, there's three different stories because there's three different areas. And one of the area, they think it has to do with LPs. Mm. And that's other, a whole other episode. That's a, Yeah, that's a whole other can of worms on that one. And the other two, they said, uh, are just kind of... Well, one of them, they think someone passed away. Mm. You know, it's the, the person that passed away. It's their lantern. Mm. That they're bringing, and mm. the third one is just they think it's like a spirit type mm. entity, and that's the one we went to because I didn't want to 
deal with no LPs Mm-mm. or yeah, no. so, yeah, something no. I couldn't handle, you yeah. know. <laughs> Not that I was scared or anything nah, like that. Nah, 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 nah. But uh, anyway, you know, and they told me that third one, you're guaranteed to see it. You mm-hmm. know, those other two, you know, it's kind of iffy, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so we went to the one that we definitely would, you know, probably see something. And we did, you know, mm-hmm. it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That and is cool. So... It was it was very interesting. I I tried to catch it, catch that noise, you know, because I didn't think anybody would ever. It's hard to explain that kind of noise. But is it, uh, is it like a synthetic? You know, what I'm talking about like a synth type sound. It was just like I said. It was just sounded like something was kind of humming or whistling, kind of combination of the two. I mm. mean, it was just real eerie though. And uh, how far away were you? Mm. I'd say probably about 40 feet away. Mm, that's, that's, that's close enough. Yeah, that's pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> that's almost too close. So, Five feet you know, away. Me, I'd be in the car in the backseat. <laughs> so, hey, roll the window down. <laughs> well, I tried to get, you know, close Dang. enough I could, you know, figure out what this was. You know, because I talked to some of the, the uh, people that was around there, and some of them had theories it was gas, you know, mm. or it was, you know, something like that, but. You know, even like if it was natural gas, I don't think it was because I, I did take a lighter out there mm-hmm. to see. I said, if it's natural gla- <laughs> gas, but some bad uh, meat pies, I know. man, <laughs> I was gonna blow myself up. But after I thought about it, I thought, dang, I could have blew, blew everybody up, boy. If that was like a leak, you know, in the ground. Well, but, let's see. It's like at the end of a but, Christmas vacation. Did you even hesitate when you, when you turned the lighter on? Did you even hesitate? You just said, all right, let's try it. I thought it was a brilliant idea at the time, <laughs> you know, but then after I, you know, went back. Let's and, light this gas leak. <laughs> see, that's how hardcore I am to prove that these things are, are uh, paranormal. So, but, you know, after, yeah, afterwards I thought, dang, I could have, if that was natural gas. And then let you do it. It would have been game <laughs> over. <laughs> They're all back. All like, right. Look yeah. at him out there with that lighter. <laughs> It's like, hey, guys, I'm getting ready to do it. And you look behind everybody's by the car. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, it's, you know, I go I go that much for you guys, for my listeners and viewers. You know, that's that's how how I roll. Puts himself in harm's Savage. way. Savage. I mean, he laid his head on the desk and it was a ghost. What was it? A, 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 uh, oh, yeah. You fell asleep you fell in the chair. <laughs> In that haunted room. Yeah. That, that, is, that house was notoriously haunted. He fell asleep in there. God. It was cool in there, though. Boy, I tell you what, I was hot, boy. Did you have any dreams in there? When you took that luscious nap? Oh, no, I was out cold. Yeah. I was out. I, was, I wasn't dreaming nothing. It was out of order. That's all I knew, though. That lemonade. Yep, that lemonade knocked me out, boys. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the lemonade. Yeah, she said, here, <laughs> drink this. I forgot, yeah. He's I like, forgot. all right. She's like, oh, yeah, here you go. He's out. Yeah. 30 seconds later. Yep. Didn't even how taste long was the you, antifreeze. How, how long were you out? I can't remember. How long were you out? I don't know. It was a little bit. I know I know. it was longer than 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> They're all closed up. He's like, hey. Yeah, you wake up, no one's there. You're just in that haunted room by yourself, man. God. You would have stayed. Negotious making yeah, you noise as you sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I 
come he's not scared? Because <laughs> man's a legend. <laughs> Just got Don't up. you know who that is? <laughs> That's Honka Hill. He's sleeping through our <laughs> through our scare. <laughs> I definitely would recommend. If you do go, let me know. I'll go with you. Do you have to know people to, or is it like a, I mean, you got to like know somebody that knows where that's at and like what time those show up. Actually, you can just Google it on on your phone. Just show up. Yeah, it'll take you right there. You can go anytime. You can go anytime. Anyone, anytime. I just didn't know if it was like a ending thing, you know, or if it's just like anybody can go out there and do that. Or both. I, I believe Anybody, because, you know, like I said, I talked to those people at the casino and at their tribal complex about it. You know, they're the yeah. ones that that told me. Uh, it was one of those ladies that were, I think she's their NACPRA officer. Mm-hmm. I can't remember her name. I think it was like Carrie Wilson or something like that. Mm-hmm. She told a story about them on that uh, Instagram page I got. And... Um, she was the one educating me about those three locations, and she told me the one to, you know, if I really wanted to see it, you know, go to this one. Those other two, you know, that one with the LPs, you know, you had to do certain stuff, and you know, <laughs> they might show up. The LPs? Uh uh-uh. uh. So nope. anyway, I said, well, okay. So nope. I didn't have a lot of resources at that time, so or otherwise, I probably would have went to the LP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, that's strong medicine. I would have tried that out, but you know, if you go, let's go do the LPs. Let's go. Y- y'all gonna have to, yeah. I mean, we gonna I'm have to do some things before, but yeah. <laughs> I, see, man, I'll give me goosebumps. Just man, now, I, just my whole that's that, that. just you pointing to me and saying, "Hmm." <laughs> <laughs> right, what's on you? Tyler, make the decision. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. I know we're gonna do some stuff in in, in Harmony, so I think I'll, I'll test my fate on that. I'll come out of retirement for y'all. No, <laughs> so I'll go. I'll be sitting in the car. No. <laughs> I'll be casino. watching you guys from the grounds. <laughs> How's it going out there, fellas? Y'all doing all right? That walkie-talkie. Yeah. Y'all see anything yet? He'll, he'll be at the, what they call that, central unit? Or whatever. Oh, God. The command. I'm holding down the fort. Hey, guys, I, I do see something behind you guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> said, run, Tyler, run. <laughs> I'll be holding down pod quarters. <laughs> yeah, I'll let y'all get mugged in the, in the night, man. I'll let y'all do that, but. No, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'll come out of timer for that, you know. I'll have to, you know, wear my, uh, my depends and do what I do, what I need to do, you know. Cause I would like to see that though. I ain't yeah, that'd be that. cool. It'd be cool to see. Yeah, I mean, just hang now, out. Now the LP one, I don't know. No, man, not that's... that one. No, 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 that one's that one's from about a hundred feet away, and just someone point to me where it's at. Yeah, that's too much for me. Well, you, I mean, I guess. Well, I'm not even. I was, gonna, I was gonna tell a story, but now we'll, we'll save that one for another, uh, yeah. another occasion. Yeah. Is there a certain time you need to be there? Like, or is it just any time at night? Just any time at night. Really? Yeah. Okay. You can just show up and it's there. Wow. The thing, weird thing though, the closer you get to it, I mean, it kind of distances itself. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Well, probably when he sees you coming at it with the lighter. <laughs> well, that too. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> 
man. I'm just out Whoa, here floating. You do know I can burn this place <laughs> to the ground now. Come on. He's coming that at me with a lighter. <laughs> here comes Chris. So I was chasing him. Like going that, the other way. <laughs> Come here, guy. Come here. I'm just out here chilling, man. Well, I just wanted to prove it wasn't no natural gas, you yeah. know, and I, I proved that point. <laughs> now, what, what, whatever it is, I don't know. I can't say that, but I know it ain't natural gas. Yeah. Whoa. Mm. You'd smell it, too, though. You know? Yeah, you would well, be able to smell that smell gas, that too. Well, actually, right. on natural gas, that odor that you smell. <laughs> that's true. They add that. That's true. I forgot and, about that. Yeah, that's why I did what I did, but, yeah. you know, now that I thought about it, that was crazy of me to do that. <laughs> Did you, let me ask you this. Did you use one of those like actual cigarette lighters, or did you use the ones with the, the long end? The the Yeah, the long. The, oh, okay. The, so you were safe about five feet. Yeah. So. So. Yeah, you're all right. You would have been all right, hopefully. Let's do an event there. We'd probably have to ask those quapaws. Oh, know, yeah. If we do an event there. So, But I'm down for it. I don't, I don't know who to ask. Tyler? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They got King uh, Hotel. Your, I know your kids and your wife would love that. Boy, sitting in the pool. That's true. Eating them sandwiches. Yeah. And casino. Yeah, yeah, casino. All kind of. Get that 401k. Yep. <laughs> my life insurance. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, my wife could take a life, life insurance policy. Out. You can go ahead and donate to the, to the cause of, over there at the casino. <laughs> It's a beautiful casino, I'll tell you that though. I mean, it's really, yeah. really done up good, and it's Indianified up in there. So, mm. <laughs> crack me up. Uh, as fancy as that place is, they got one microwave per floor. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Dang!" <laughs> the only expense they spared. I know it. I said, "Dang!" We said at communal bathrooms or something like that. That'd be kind of crazy. Yeah. I said, "Nope." <laughs> Put my food in there. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap this one up. Uh, check us out July 23rd. What's one even be out? Never mind. I'll scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll keep announcing it though on my page. But, anyways, check us out if you guys want to plug out where to, where to follow you or anything. Yeah. I'm at Skoden underscore cinema. Um, on Instagram, and we got the Facebook page. I promise I have two episodes. I've just been lazy this summer, to be honest with you. I got two episodes in the can of that, and I just haven't put them together yet. And just I've just been lazy, and I'm sorry. <laughs> it, I have no other excuse than that. But I also have another podcast that's coming out um, towards the end of August, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, um, called Pump Action Podcast as well, uh, where a buddy of mine, we uh, talk about some of our favorite uh 70s 80s 90s early aughts action movies okay so that one's coming out too but Sick. that'll be um probably about the end of or excuse me in august so yeah you can find me there you can add me on facebook you hold a tiger uh i'm gonna go ahead and plug my uncle john's uh facebook so it'd be uh john tiger artwork on facebook give him a like message him if you want to you know if you want to get something from him and uh we'll kick it over to chris yeah, you can find me at Christopher Honka Hill on Instagram. And then follow us on Instagram at Unsolved Reservation Mysteries. Follow us on TikTok, Reservation underscore Mysteries. Um, you can find us everywhere, Spotify, Apple, Google, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. Um, and our profiles just hit the link tree. 
you'll be able to find us and on YouTube as well. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We got the visuals up all the time. Follow us on TikTok. We do a lot of stuff on there. But yeah, uh, stay spooky. <laughs> Bye. I was laughing.